This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. agreement will sign very soon. But let's start this way. <laughs> I have a very important announcement to make as we start. Um, on Sunday, we are having a single smithing. Or maybe I should start with the second one, then we move to first. God has given us a direction as a church that we should henceforth focus so much on family spirits. You can have your seats. Thank you, choir. God bless you. Hallelujah. Because some of might just move into the message. Now, family spirits, and there is a campaign going on. You saw the outreach people. That's just a part of it. H-O-D everywhere in the world. And what the Lord is emphasizing is more of small groups gathering together to worship. So, we are rebranding the cell fellowship. It's not going to be cell in a conventional way anymore. It's going to be every Saturday in the evening, but a new dimension is coming to that. You will feel out of a place, uh, out of place if you are not a part of it. And more announcement will come about this. I just need everybody you know, we, we will be, every first Saturday of the month, we do what we call live classes or whatever, uh, something like that. And all we do is to sit down and discuss a topic. For instance, I give an example service, how to raise children. You will get to talk about how you were raised, what you love about it, what you don't like, and what your expectations are as you raise your own children. You see, church is beyond coming together on Sunday. I told them, the Bible said the kingdom of God is like a net. That's where the word network is, which is what we all run on right now. Network. The best place for people to network is in the church. As long as there is no taking of advantage and as long as there is no gossiping. The Lord is sending us as a church to have little, little cells everywhere across the world where people after service can ask questions, discuss, and say their own view. One week we'll be talking about how to undo money. Why some are, why some don't have. You cannot stop me when I'm preaching to ask questions. You cannot offer a contrary view here. But when we sit around the table, you can get to talk about what you see, what you have seen, what questions you have in your heart. Today we'll be praying. And it's not the way we pray here also. It's a place where everybody around the table gets to say, you know what? And people to pray with me about this job thing. Where you can tell 10, 15 people what you really want them to, and they will pray right there, and I guarantee you an answer. Because Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, in their midst I will be. And one week will be going on evangelism, in which each center will choose any kind of evangelism they want to do and wherever they want to go. And the last week will be a love feast, in which also each center can determine what kind of love feast and where. For instance, a center can do and do the office in Dubai. I love that center. 
as long as they pay for my trip. You know, <laughs> amen. Some can go to the beach. See, church is deeper than we sit for two hours, we go home, and that is all. And opportunities are being missed when we are like this. Everything you need, God has placed all answers in relationships. Pay attention to relationships. Now, for you single, now, so in the light of that, I'm going to be asking everybody to sign up. It's an opportunity. If you want to be a leader, and then if you have other ideas on how these things can run, many of you are very creative. You are not a preacher, but you are more creative than some of us talking. Come up and tell us how this can spread, how we can brand in such a way that this will be something that everybody wants to be part of. In the midst of this 21st century, people are lonely. That is why Facebooking, Instagramming, and tweeting, they are becoming more common. And then you hear of cyberbullying, even though that, that bothers me a lot. When somebody says that they are bullying you, cyberbullying, who asked you to go there in the first place? And then you are on, online. It's common in America, and a teenager committed. It pained me. She committed suicide because they were bullying on, on social media. I trust Africa. What happened to your own mouth? They type, you type. I mean, this is very... And if you don't know what to say, then close it. But you mean they were abusing you and you were going there every day to look at it. And then you look at you, you cry, and then you go and look at it. What is going on? <laughs> you know, suicide rate in Africa is very low. <laughs> Thank God. Amen. I feel when I hear this thing, I mean, this is someone's family, we should sympathize. But what is causing all this? Now, I'm saying to everybody... What we want to move to from this match is to move beyond church. You don't know the person by your side. Now, let me bring you to the arena of singles. Now, listen to me. If you are single here and you are not there next week, what, what, what time? Three o'clock, right? You are not serious. You see, faith without work. I told them for service. One of the things that should happen to Christians is a shift in your mentality. If it does not happen, don't expect God. So people pray, Oh Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm broke, bless me. So they expect that your account will swell. God can work like that. He will do that one out of 10,000. What God will do first of all is that, the Bible said that they were, they were six, Psalm 107, they cried unto him. He did not respond directly to their ailment. He sent his word. God will send an information that will change how you think. Listen, the same you, Thinking the same way you are thinking, you will always have the same amount you have. If there will be an adjustment in your life, in your account, it begins with adjustment with your approach to life. So as you begin to pray, the first thing God does is to begin to make adjustment. You might see a book about how to save. You might just find yourself where somebody is talking about how not to waste money. God is talking to you through that person. We neglect all these things. This is why people are frustrated when they pray. When you get to heaven, one of the reasons why you are, you are going to cry is that almost every prayer you pray, God answered. But you were looking for the answer this way. Wrong expectation. You know, one day I read about it. Wrong expectation. Oh, hope we'll get there today. Are you, are you following me? So, God will not, because you have prayed, violate what he has said in his word. If you desire a godly woman to marry a godly man, the first step is that the Bible says, He that must have friends must show himself friendly. God will not violate that. See, all this idea that service has ended, you are rushing home. 
You don't know people you are busy. Last week I was passing here and I just greeted a lady and I just said, where do you work? She said she works with YouTube. And I said, go meet the media department. You don't know the people. See, we waste, we, oh God, God help Christians. Churches, there was a time, the MD of Cabri, MD of a particular bank, they were all ushers in the same church. And some young, some young, young people will pass by them, they will tell you to sit down and he's looking for a job. I'm not talking about looking on team people to ask them. But see, God has put all answers in this family and in every other church, but we don't take advantage. Service ends, you run home, you come back. For how long? So the single meeting that is happening on Sunday, I told them that I don't mind footing the bill. We are going to create part of it will be uh, an opportunity for people to interact, and that might be up to like 30 minutes. Because what I have discovered is that even when people come for singles meeting, you listen to one man, Shalom Shumakide, or one pastor preaching. And as soon as it's true, all of you enter your car, you go again, and you remain single. I told them that, I, 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 I know some people are watching all along. I, I was one of the people, somehow I was in support, even though I wish they didn't put the name as dating site. When redeem some youth in the were trying to do that, I'm in support of it. I was in support. I'm still, if they can just change the name, so that the folk, you can call it maybe friendship kind of, so that some people don't come there only for the purpose of looking for a husband. Now listen, if all singles in this church can be put in the same hall with all the singles in Desta, all the singles in Covenant, all the singles in Elevation, all the singles in Global Impact, all the singles in this one, that one, that one, that one, all the singles in Anglican, all of us are together, all the singles in Rema, for one week, if you interact, almost all of you get to relationship. Listen to me. I said the kingdom of God is like a net. The mistake people make is this. You want to be close to people only for the purpose of asking them out. And as a lady, once a guy does not look like your specification, you block. Your focus and your attention should be friendship. Listen to me. That guy, that girl coming to church, you want a yellow girl, she's dark. She has a cousin that is yellow. Listen, it is when you meet her and you are good friends. One day she's celebrating birthday, she invites you over. Then you decide on getting to her house as soon as you see the cousin. This is why God doesn't even expect us to be. See, selfishness is one of the fruits of the flesh. So once your attention is that, and she doesn't look like it, I'm not going to talk. You, are, you don't know God's plan. You know only her, but there are four. There is a younger sister. That is your specific. The guy that is greeting you and you don't want to talk to, he has a friend. He has a friend. It is when you meet the friend, you join the Facebook and then further that this is the kind of person you've been praying to God for. He has that friend. But see, God's plan is that through, through her or through him, you will meet that friend. Listen, sometimes... God hides expensive stock, treasure, in a very rugged container so that covetous people will not see it. I get what I'm saying. Part of Christianity is to be friendly. Is there anything wrong in meeting people every Sunday in church and your network of friends is expanding? You don't need to meet them for the purpose of asking them out. Is there anything wrong in having more friends? Is there anything wrong? In that if you agree your better, there's more people you can invite. Is there anything wrong? 
It is a meeting there that you do so that the job you are looking for, the co- what you are looking for, is always two or three people away from you. Yes. If I ask now, I am too sure as we are here. Yes, look at how many people are here. I don't know, maybe over 80% of people in this church. There are people who are DSS people here. There are people who are there. There was a time somebody woke up to my office, a lady, she was chief justice of a particular state in Nigeria. I, I trembled. Honestly speaking. Because she just wanted to see me. There was a guy, to, a guy that used to be in a particular unit one time like that. The day the father came to talk to me, I just saw protocol security men, one of the KBACs in Yoruba land. You, and then the mother has been coming to church for years, the old Lord. You, you don't know. Hey, let's stop this thing. Where are you? All this while you'll be already know. What has it done for you? You are still single. Look. You see? See yourself. As we are sharing the grave, we are looking at the back of your head at the gate. Continue. And then you get to, you start praying, Lord, give me. Is it that you have told God, I say, send an angel to my room. Who will ask me out? I don't understand. Understand that scripture. If there must have friends, must show himself or herself friendly. Be friendly. Will some people take advantage of your being friendly? Yes. But you must not because of the, so what the bad thing one person is doing, block other good people. You don't. I'm a very, I'm my friends every now and then. You don't stop. It's important. It has happened before. I walk up to some other people in the church to greet them. And then, you know, some people are, something is wrong with their mind. And I don't even criticize or judge, but I just cut it. Because immediately, because you are talking to them, some of them, some people have what you call a seducing spirit. And what they just want is something else. And I block it. A lady has told me in the office before that, can I kiss you? I mean, not this thing. I don't talk about them. I just told her that I get up and go. And that you will never have the pleasure of seeing me on one-on-one again. That even if you are going through hell and you say you want to see me, what I can do is to ask you to see another female pastor. But me and you can never sit down together again. And it's ended there. But I did not even broadcast her name or anything. There's no point. Some of them, she might later repent, get born again, and there's no need to expose her. But there's need for you to protect yourself. So that somebody, but that won't make me to say that any lady, any young girl, you say she won't see me, I will not start seeing them. I don't do that. Others are friendly. I have many, apart from being a pastor, there are people I talk to also as friends. So this thing, all of you are enjoying what I'm saying. Listen, I can stop now. Because last week I said, if I overuse time, I will give $100. So, let's have an agreement. If you want me to continue, you are not going to ask me for money if I overuse time. If you want me to continue, raise your hand. This is democracy. The eyes have it. So, let's continue. I'm protected. I like democracy. <laughs> Amen. See all the numbers that came up? So, so, I'm free. Are you with me? You see, sometimes... Beyond sharing, I just want to see a church. And the Lord started putting this in our half. What we're about to do is not very common. But I told them that for the network and every day, there's only one rule. Please, if you, are, if you like to gossip, correct yourself. Because you will destroy what we are trying to do. In getting close to people, you might destroy that they still have some dirty habits. You are not their savior. Don't take advantage of closeness to start talking. You might see certain people coming and go to the house and find out they still take alcohol. 
is none of your business. The Lord knows every man and is able to train everybody. It's not your to start talking. Because when people bring people close, these are the things that destroy. Then somebody begins to say something. Don't ever abuse the privilege of getting close to people. But we cannot function afar off. We must be close. When you are celebrating, when your, your wife gives birth, and there should be people in your neighborhood who are members of your to be the first people to be there. None of us. See, it, has, it, it, it happens at a certain level. There's a particular leader here. When the person got married, different people in the leadership sponsored the entire marriage. I don't believe it should be for one person. The head of car park there, Brafemi, is outside and I woke up and he said that put all the drinks on me. If they asked for it, and that's for Joshua, different people. I said, you know what, use the church all, free of charge, generator, everything, this whole, we are paying for everything. You don't have to use your effort for everything. But he said, we are not close. We are not close. Some of you can't even remember the person that sat beside you last week. Many times I should pray, these are answers to your prayer. A conversation, then it might not even be that possible, but getting to meet the person, getting to know the person, one day you meet outside the church. He says, Ah, today's my son's bed. Okay, you know what, bros, I will come. And on getting to the house, you see some of his colleagues there, and one of them is who you actually need for the next stage of your life. God has answered many times like this, but church people are detached. Are you following me? Are you ready for this? I need as many of you. First of all, if you want to give us more ideas, members many times know what leaders do. I'm interested. Walk up to any pastor and tell us suggestions. Number two, if you want to sign up to be one of the leaders, we will give you a location, probably where you stay. I want, after the service, many people to go to information. Drop your number. They will call you later. If you desire. You don't need any special skill or anything. All we need from you is a desire. And then, so those who are going to lead and those who want to volunteer your house for one hour every Saturday evening, we guarantee you security. We'll be sure. So don't... <laughs> I know this is Lagos. That's going to be a wonderful experience. That is if you are in control of the house. Not that your uncle is the owner of the flat. You are just cutting with your uncle and then you bring the people and the uncle says, who are these people? We're here at my house. No. What you have a measure of control over. We need more houses. My vision is that before the end of the year, we have over 500 centers in Lagos. Glory to God. Yes. During the, at the beginning of the pandemic, I did not know pandemic was coming. I didn't know what was coming. The Lord just kept, many of you remember, I, I had to drive the leader. It became very tough that we must have sales. I didn't know what was coming. And then all of a sudden we couldn't gather. But the cells were watching the message. I was coming here alone to preach and broadcasting. And people were watching on their TVs. And by the third month or so, when the thing persisted, we were led that we should get the names of families who were in need and transfer money to them. We transferred money to over 100 families in this church. It brought the account of the church down, but everything rose again. Because the diligence will be made fast. In that waters will be watered. I said, God, we did not even. At first, they, so then because no star was coming to church and they wanted to stop the salary of the star, after a month, I said, no, start paying everybody back. I said, but we don't know how long we'll pay for. We're not gathering people. We're not giving up, but we just continue. But God sustained us. You know the interesting thing? God blessed the church more during pandemic than before the pandemic. When God tells people to be liberal and to give, you don't give up only for expansion if you are not a giver. 
We've tested individually, we've tested it as a church and it worked perfectly. Many churches folded up financially during the pandemic, not us. And after the team passed again, we gave second round of money to some families again. And I said for a person that is husband and wife, double what you are giving them. Because I found some families just couldn't eat. Because the nature of what they were doing, work from money, make money, didn't and spend, and we. So I told welfare. By the time they gave me the list of the figures of people they gave to, I was shocked. And I said, Lord, thank you, we did this. And many of them are listening to me now, they can testify. Are you following me? Family. I shared four service. Living beyond, above offense, not getting off, how to avoid getting offended or living above offense or whatever I want to call the thought. I don't usually give topic, but they help me give one. But I give it an idea. It's a function of understanding. Understanding depends on or work together with expectation. So I give an example and I want to start this way again because I want to talk about what. So I said there are three areas you must look at your expectation in those three areas. What do you expect from man? What do you think about man? Man, I mean, I'm talking about human beings. Your expectation when it comes to Satan and your expectation when it comes to God. Frustration, offenses, bitterness, they are always rooted in one mistake around this, three tri this triangle. You are the center. You have relationship with God. Relationship with human beings, relationship with Satan. What to expect, what to understand about those relationships will lead to either offense or make you live above offense. First service, I started with man. Jesus said, beware of men. If you expect too much from men, you will get offended almost all day of your life because... So I showed them why Jesus easily decided to forgive. They forsook him, but he didn't take it all with them. And we look at Paul also. He said, at my first defense, nobody's police said they all abandoned me. I went to the story that Paul, what led to his arrest, was a suggestion the elders gave him. But when he was arrested, there was no elder there. And Paul did not take it on anybody. You must understand man. You must understand Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that should lie. Man, man, a man lies. Lying this regard does not mean somebody is deceiving you that says you are the only girl I love and then he loves some others. In other words, lying this regard means that man, it is in the nature of man to promise what they cannot do. Not because they don't want to do it, but there can be a circumstance beyond the man that might not let epic, epic you get that? That is the kind of lie we are talking about. So it's not intentional. It's not a wicked kind of person. But there are situations beyond him. For instance, if a person said to you, you know what, I'm going to see you next week and give you this, and it happens to be Ukraine. He cannot do that right now because there is war. That is man. He has failed in his promise, not because he's a wicked person, but there's a situation beyond his ability. So if you do understand, when you understand man, so you can never get to, uh, to the point where you are broken down because a guy has broken up with you. You understand that it is around the arena of man to start something and not be able to perfect it. So the one singing love to you today, composing songs, can change tomorrow. Saul promoted David when the king Goliath. The same Saul fired arrows at David two times. Man can promote and demote. You will not get offended, get into bitterness when you have understood that those who are praising you today can turn against you tomorrow. When believers are offended and bitter, it's because of... So, it's part of it is what do you expect when you come to church? Were you told that people in church are angels who will never offend you? Or have you reached a point? Because when you have this understanding, you make up. See, you can live without offense or bitterness no matter what people do to you. It's a function of understanding. I give an illustration for service. And now let me use some kiki. Come. Your wife is in children's church. He has a son called Kemel. This guy is a lawyer. And so 
it's one of the protocol guys. And it's been a blessing. Sometimes I'll just leave his office and come and follow me to wherever I'm going to. Bless God for him. So, now, Okiki can, he has a little son whose name is Kemuel. Even as we are having service, if Kemuel is allowed, he can run to the front and start pulling in that day I want biscuits. It will be wicked of me or of any one of us to show a sign of anger. Why? The boy is one plus. How old is Kemuel? Two. Almost two. One year, nine months, ten months. We know that by the virtue of his age, we will understand that boys at his level, it's you that you are hearing the word. He wants to hear biscuits. And we don't have right to get angry. The parent might feel somehow, take him out. But even if we go out and we find him scolding him, we will get angry with him. All of you say, ah, boy, he's a boy now. Does he know? You understand what I'm saying? Now, the same came well in 18 years' time. If he walks through the service and he says, Daddy, I'm hungry. He might respond by a five-fold ministry. Five-fold. And even the pastor will feel so. All of you will feel like, ah, what kind of... Now, remember, it is the same boy making the same request. But you could tolerate at one time because you are, now you have understood that this boy is young. Now you also have understanding that at his age, 18, he shouldn't be doing this. All of you that are women here, your daughter can run to you and say, Mommy, I'm hungry. She's three, four, five. You go to the kitchen and get her food. This same girl, imagine she's 20. She's in 411 and she comes home and she's watching, say, Mom, I'm hungry. Go to the kitchen. You know you will have a talk that day. <laughs> and thank you. And it will be a serious one. Now, this is what I want to call your attention to. The same girl has made the same request, but you reacted in two different ways. Understanding made you to say that she's small now, I understand. Understanding made you say that she's old now, you should not at your age be asking me for this. Understanding will guide you. So when you understand man, it helps you not to react. So expectations are very... I don't know why people put so much expectation. The more you put your expectation on Jesus Christ, the less you put your expression on any other thing. When I see you depend on too many other things, when you show too much sign of frustration because somebody walked out of your life, somebody disappointed you, it means that a, the bulk part of your life has been resting on man and the arm of flesh will fail you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So Paul decided to forgive all those who abandoned him. He didn't even talk about it. He didn't even mention their name because he knew men. Give all that secret. That's the only one I refer to. First, this, this, we talk about that first service. Jesus multiplied bread, did a miracle. John chapter 2 and from verse 23, 24, the Bible said that he wouldn't commit himself to men. When they ate the bread, they rejoiced and they wanted to even make Jesus. The Bible said that Jesus did not. Let's start from 23. They saw the miracle. Now he was in Jerusalem in the feast. Many believed in his name when they saw the miracle that he did. They gathered and came to him when they saw the miracle. They were impressed. But the next one brought Jesus. But they came to him. They believed in him. They were rejoicing around him. But the Bible says Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men. Look at verse 25. More deeper. Or deeper than it. Neither, and neither know that any should testify of man, for he knew what was a man. Do you know what is a man? So all this sleeping on your bed, crying because somebody did something, it means that nobody taught you about man. So your explanation of man was so high. Remember, after resurrection, Peter was swearing in Luke chapter 22. He said, if I leave you, let me die. 
Jesus said, before evening, you would have denied me three times. After resurrection, Jesus never talked about the Father, you deny me. He appeared by the sea. John 20, he said, children, do you have meat? He gave them fish to me and he vanished out of their sight. He never talked about what those who talk about, what people did to them. You are dependent on people too much. You did not know man. So that happened to you. Now I'm sharing with you. Put people in perspective. When I say man, man, woman, somebody, the boss that is praising you today, using you as an example, can turn again tomorrow. Man, man, man can change. You don't get that. See, I hear. I want to be sure that somebody is hearing me. Are you with me? The one that is your best friend can see that you are about to have the greatest promotion and speak against it. I don't know how many of you have been betrayed before. But see, I am prepared that this thing will not pay just like if I tell you, I, I gave this example also. Um, let's say, Sister Tony, let's say you've never been to Yaba before. Let's say you've never been to Yaba before. And then you are asking this brother, oh, yeah, I want to go to Yaba. I've never been there before. If he says to you, Yaba, it's not far. In six minutes, you'll be there. Trekking. After 11 minutes, frustration will start. Because you're, you, are going with, you are working with a mind that in six minutes, I should be there. But after 11 minutes, you are here together. Then you start wondering, sorry, have I missed my what is going on? Expectation. But you see, she's never been to Yaba before. If she asks this man, Yaba, and the man say, ah, you see the name, Yaba, Unago, Woko, that in fact, you might walk up to 9 hours, 10 hours. And if she must go there, let's say there is a condition that demands that you must go there. Like what's happening in Ukraine, people fleeing on, the, on, the, on their feet and everything. If you must go there. Do you know that if she gets there after four hours, she'll be very happy. Why? She started the journey expecting that it would take her nine hours. But after three hours, you are in Yaba. There is a joy you will feel. If you have allowed the word of God to help you put the right expectation on things, you will never be disappointed. And the Bible says concerning men, don't put too much expectation. Anybody who gets this message will never enter into offense. No matter what. You don't get what I've just said now. You will never be offended. My expectation is so high. I told some people one time, there is no sin that you report to me that a Christian is going to that can surprise me. What haven't I heard? We have counseled this church for somebody that was bringing God, robbing people, and he came to church one day. And when you see me lay with her, you won't even know. So there's nothing you can tell me. I've ministered to pedophiles and everything. There's nothing that you can tell that I'm not looking at that. You did all that. I've heard more than that. And it means no expedition. It's very. Please hear this thing I'm telling you. You can be so rooted that you cannot be offended. Then you fulfill Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have those who keep the covenant. Nothing shall offend them. There are those who can get to that level where nothing can offend you. Nothing. Nothing. Ah, that pastor is, I'm disappointed. Well, I already know that the best of men are still men. If you were there, a man after God had called David, took someone's wife and organized for the person's mother. What would you think of the person? And God still never totally, God dealt with what he did, but God never totally rejected him. You must understand man. Part of what you must know about man is that inside every man, 
outside the help of God dwells something bad, which if you become careless can come out. The day you start walking by the discipline of the Spirit, anything can happen. This is why if you are the type that somebody has fallen and you are, and you run your mouth, you make it easy for yourself to fall. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is number one. The second one which I want to go to into this service, but my time is over. Maybe we start next week. Is your expectation about Satan? What do you think of Satan? You know, it bothers me. How people don't know. So, they promoted you. So, you are married. So, what you think is that Satan will come and say, congratulations. Ah, so, you are married. Now, I won't bother you again. Because the way some Christians talk, when attacks are coming, let's start by saying that number one, Satan is alive and is not sick. It does not have COVID, does not have malaria. It's alive. What I have said now that, that's a little funny, we guide a lot of people. You know, at times, me, I'm sitting and I'm watching. Gradually. So, now, somebody has just married and then they reduce the number of times they are praying and they go to church and everything. And I'm like, don't you know, in the midst of that joy, there is a guy that wants to destroy everything. It's not to live in fear. It's to be careful. First Peter chapter 5, verse, let's start from 7 and 8. I want to read something to you. This is a warning to Christians. So you are promoted. You are making a lot of money and you reduce your prayer life. I feel so sorry for you. Whether people here or anywhere, anytime I'm receiving too many calls, I will just put my phone on silence and go and pray. I have told you before, one of the dangerous things about prosperity is that when it comes into your life, it tries to dislodge God. Yes. Then meetings will start that you were not attending, and some of the meetings will be on the Sunday morning. Then your devotion time, you are doing Zoom call, settling business stuff and everything, and the devil will see to it that it's going well, so that it can strike when you don't have your roots very well. So you finally marry the guy, the dream of your life, and then you are no more praying the way you used to pray before you marry. I feel sorry for you. A lot of people don't know. Look at verse 8. I want the Bible say, whatever well, your enemy, Satan, um, be sober. It's a warning. I meditate on this from time. Be sober. Ah, be vigilant. Watch very well. I'm not talking about those you are working and you are working, you are in the office till seven or your office is very far. There's no way to make me do service. But you, you used to make me do service. You, your appetite for the world was much. Now you've just got in a new job. You enter your car, you cruise home. Do you always observe when you are sliding gradually? For King David, leave that scripture there. Only one look. Second Samuel 11. Others went to war. David was for 13 years in the wilderness. He was a man of war. He was so much of a man of war that God said that, you know what, you cannot even build there. You have shed too much blood. He was such a man of war. But they went to war one day and he stayed back at home and Satan got him. Why? This scripture, be sober, be vigilant. 
when I talk so much about middle service and why people are not in prayer meeting, the following the prayer meeting will increase. After a while, human beings, they just begin again. You know, I can be talking and you might be doing laptop work at the back or somewhere. You might even be in the office. You have opportunity of watching, but you are not watching the message. You are beginning to take life for granted. Wherever you are, everybody listening to me. When you are alone in the house, you will think you are alone. There is someone else there who hates you passionately. His main task is to bring you down. Don't allow him. Don't play to his hand. Don't entertain a meeting you should not entertain. Don't allow who should not come to your house to come. Be sober. Be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, your opposer, that's his name. As a writer, walk it about seeking. He is never static. He's never resting. He's watching for loophole. Ah, he got David. David, when they told David, or when if they told David before, that this one look, this one touch of this girl, will cost you your firstborn, Ammon, secondborn, Absalom, and even the thirdborn, Adonijah, later. David will not believe it. It will cost you your most precious daughter being raped by your son. He wouldn't believe. When the devil begins, he looks innocent on the surface. Once you take the bite, the consequences is a, it, it, it will, there will be a chain reaction. How many Christians don't know this? So it begins gradually to build around and you don't know. I don't know how many of you are listening to me. When you say something wrong, do you quickly repent or you continue to talk? A meeting you should be. Church meeting, prayer meeting, personal prayer in the house. I am not saying that you meet every meeting. But if you miss one, do you quickly say, Lord, I'm sorry? Do you reprogram yourself that ah, this will not happen again? Or you miss the first one, then second one follows, third one follows. A lot of Christians get into emergency prayer when something, sometimes when it's already late. I have seen this prayer begin to approach times without number. And I was like, didn't you see the warning signs? Did you see the warning signs? Did you see? When you were in school, the way you follow God. Now, colleagues are going for a drink and you follow. The first six months you never drank with them, but gradually they are beginning to get comfortable with things that you once rejected. Please, I'm not even talking about whether drinking is right or wrong. No. The Bible talks about excess. No, but I'm just saying that when you begin to do things you weren't doing before, and gradually you are moving, and you are moving, and you are okay, be sober, be vigilant. That's what the Bible says. Ephesians 4.27 says that give no place to the devil. No opportunities. 7 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 He said, let Satan take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. He's an opportunist. He's an opportunist. I've heard of a pastor who just went to visit a single lady what he shouldn't do. What led to it? One of them in America, I don't want to mention it, but it's a story that you all know. Ended up having sex with her. Ended up getting her pregnant. She just turned and began to demand for money not to expose the pastor. And he was coping church accounts and paying the girl. I, 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 I arrest, ended up arresting him and sending him to jail. If somebody told that man that day when he was going to that girl's apartment, that you know that it will lead to this, lead to this, and one day they will uncuff you. He was in prison for four years, seven months. One visit. Be sober. Be vigilant. 
On Monday, you rush out, you did not pray. God is not taking it against you. But did it strike you in the evening? Nah, I didn't pray this morning. This must not happen tomorrow. Or you allow some people to arrange themselves tomorrow also. You jump out, you don't pray. Why is it you don't pray? And consequently, you start sliding back from the place of prayer. You pray at a particular time. It's a secret between you and God. But that day, Chelsea, your team was playing. And they were dealing with us in 7-0. Like it happens every now and then. Now, you know the team I belong to. So, <laughs> the first one is no problem. So, instead of praying, you were watching the match. Fine. But tomorrow there can be another wonderful movie. And Satan knows how to arrange. And then the third day, mom is calling at the time when you are supposed to pray. And then the fourth day, somebody is calling at the day and it goes on. Then a week has gone, you have not prayed. Listen to me, everybody. Anytime you create time to start praying, even if it's five minutes, let's say you decide to start praying every night before you go to bed, it becomes an altar. God honors every altar you set up. Other people might not think of you as a prayer warrior. But your Heavenly Father knows in secret that there is a place you are named meet every night. When you are not there, the Holy Spirit is asking, where is Shade? A lot of Christians don't know how God lost them. The little, little things that you do, they matter to God. Men might not applaud you, just pray for 15 minutes. It doesn't matter to men. But that 15 minutes, it means a lot to God. It's an appointment with your maker. He wants to have you there every night. Fight to retain that place. Because if you don't lose that time of prayer, Satan can never take you away. Attacks can come, things can happen, but that place becomes your foundation on which you stand. Be sober. Wise people know that after major victories, the enemy gets angry in his camp and he begins to set traps. Yeah. I was praying for hours every day before the conference. After the conference, I have continued to pray. Whatever something comes out brilliantly. For instance, if I teach on joy, Satan is likely to do something in the evening that will annoy you. There are things that happen in church that I don't, we don't talk about loud. It's, it's not bound, bound, it's not sleeping, it's alive. After every major victory, he tries to do something. And wise people, wise Christians, they know that already. They know. So as you dance to the altar with your husband and you are so happy, don't think that he's also dancing with you, he's happy with you. And he comes in the night. He says, ah, the wedding was elaborate. Even me, I enjoyed the wedding. Your cake was sumptuous. I, I enjoyed the cake. I don't want to tell you now that you are, now that you have found the man of your dream, I have left your family, I have left you alone. Bye-bye. Till we meet again, as you are celebrating, somebody is angry and thinking, how can I make this same guy who can't sleep without this girl to be the one that will break her hearts? And he can achieve it when he's allowed to. But believe me, if you are in Christ, he does not have power over you except to give it to him. That's what the Bible said, I give no place to the devil. It's up to me. Let's rise. Is someone blessed? I like Christians who are sincere. 
any message I preach in this church that does not resonate with your heart, don't share it. But if a message blesses you, share with other Christians. A lot of people need to hear some of the things we are talking about. Yes. We are not bragging or saying we are the only one or we are better than anybody. But please, help us spread this message. Many need to hear. After I thought on offense last week, I was just getting report. Many Christians are angry. Some have been, unfortunately, people have been genuinely wounded in the house of God. But some, it's because they don't know all these things I talk about. I know people left church because they, they didn't give them a position. I know people left the church because the girl they wanted to ask out, talk to someone else. I've seen that too many times. Even it has happened here. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't dabble into marriage issues. I have never tried to tell someone that this one is better than this. Anyone you want to marry, you are free. I don't even cancel on all those things. Well, see, people will still accuse us of things. There was a lady that was talking one guy around. I mean, he was just not giving the guy British face. And the guy reported that. See, we are just in the same unit. I don't like you in that guy. I like you as a Christian sister. I thank God for you. But you can't continue to come to her, come around me, come and you are not what I want. And she continued. And the day she heard that the guy asked out another lady, she started abusing all of us together. That the church organized. I don't care, but see, when you have this play, you don't care about anything. I say whatever you like. That's, that's your cup of tea. We know you are bitter. You can't force yourself on a man. And you cannot intimidate us to command a guy to marry you. We don't do that. So if you join a unit and the reason for joining is because you like somebody, let me tell you, thou shall be disappointed. So no ahead of time. You do things only for the name of the Lord. You might be the most sincerely active person in that unit. They might choose either and they might not choose you. Hope you will not get angry. Were you active so as to become leader or you were just active doing your things for God? You have to talk about all these things. This is very important. You know, I know pastors who have been angry with some of the people you've seen there before that uh, uh, every year I invited to preach in our job but he has never invited before. If you know how many invitations I turn down, I don't invite people so I, I can be invited. When you start doing this, you will get frustrated in life. Most people preach here, I don't preach in their churches. It's not a plan, it's not a game. So I invite you, we give to them, you invite me. I, so that's what people get. I mean, when people sit to me and they start coming, they just wonder that, uh, you know, even though it's not a meeting, so I say, Pastor, where are your expectations? What were you expecting? There are pastors that may be age-wise, I'm older than, maybe they're in their 30s, early 30s or so, maybe I'm a few years or so older than, and I say sir to, I don't expect them to say sir to me, and I don't change my sir because of their age. I do what I do because of Jesus. I'm not expecting you, you are not my rewarder. So I'm not doing it for you. Last week when I was talking about it, I told you, church mom told me that she was going through something and we did three days dry fasting. And when she got the breakthrough and everything, she told me that we had less than 20 men in the church then. church was small. And she was going to a place where her chance of getting married is high and she left the church. And the Lord told me, you must not get angry, you must not get offended. It is called love. The birthday she did after that, I was at the birthday and I ate good rice and moimoy. 
to now stand on Sunday morning and start placing the course. <laughs> After we fasted, she left. Did you fast so that she would not leave? Or were you just being a shepherd? Now she left. Look at how many of you are here now. If I can get these things to, across to Christians, stop bothering yourself about what is not necessary. I told them for service. I have never called any of my relatives. Uh, so we had party, you did not come. We named our son, where were you? did not come. When I see people doing all these things, why are you angry with your friend? You had a, a ceremony and they did not come. But it's based on what I started with, expectation. You are angry that you had wedding, your wedding day, your friend did not come. If your friend on your wedding day was called by the president to Asurok, so be giving, let's say your friend is a caterer, and they ask her to come and do a contract of two billion, and she calls you. You see, I was coming for your wedding on my way, they call me a contract of two billion. When I get the check, I will give you 200 million. Will you forgive her? Won't you tell her that, ah, you see, don't worry, <laughs> stay there. If I, when I do my name, he said, my son said, don't come, also go for another contract. The same you about to get time that she's not there now, or a negative situation, on her way coming, accident, robbery, and she's in the hospital. You even be thinking of how to go and check. In other words, hear me very well. Coming is not the issue. Expectation is the issue. Did you get that? Now, she still did not come. But looking at the reason behind her not coming, you are not angry anymore. So it's not all about coming. Expectation. This is a very serious thing. Thank you for your word. Thank you for grace to follow your word. Make us do us and not hear us only. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again. And that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.